logical eating. So why should we diet? My original profession is biochemistry. After I finished my study in 1981, the developments have been really extremely fast in this field. Science has never been more exciting than now. There are numerous developments in food and food-related products every day. The content of natural food hardly did change in the last few hundred years. But surprisingly, one after the other book on dieting, slimming, health treatments and other books related to food have been published. Year after year, people invent new diets for all kinds of reasons. Most must be addressed as commercial and really temporary. But still, most people question what is really healthy and why. Because they get confused of the amount of information. In this podcast I will try to give you the fixed answer to that. What I recommend is checked, controlled, verified by most people in the scientific and health community. It is moderate and knows no extremes and can suit everyone in a reasonable health situation. The contact is proven by the thousands of people who did reach the age of over 100 years. There is an international exception of the following advices. Number one, achieve an energy balance and a healthy weight. Number two, limit energy intake for total fats and shift fats consumption away from saturated to unsaturated fats and toward the elimination of trans fatty acids. Number three, increase consumption of fruit and vegetables, legumes and whole grains and nuts. Number four, limit the intake of simple sugars. A 2003 report recommended less than 10% of what you eat now. Number five, limit salt and sodium consumption from all sources and ensure that salt is iodized. About the content of our food, it is important to have some basic knowledge. First of all, you need to know that proteins are built from amino acids, just like stones that you make up a building. To create a balanced meal, you should take sufficient essential amino acids, that means complete proteins, to provide cellular replenishment and transport proteins. All essential amino acids for humans are present in animals, but it does not imply you have to eat meat every day. 
your body is able to take in and store proteins for several days. Some plants, such as soy and hemp, give nearly all essential acids and could be taken regularly. About soy, there is a little confusion as it also promotes estrogen in the human body. Taking daily soy products is more or less high amount may have a negative effect on the testosterone levels. A combination of other plants in a diet may also provide all essential amino acids. Fruits such as avocado and pumpkin seeds have nearly all the essential amino acids. Essential micronutrients such as vitamins and certain minerals are important to be taken in a daily moderate amount. It is important to avoid direct poisonous, that means heavy metals, and carcinogenic, that is benzene and stuff like that, substances. Products that are contaminated by human pathogens, like E. coli, tapeworm, eggs, and so on. That sounds very logical, but believe me, in many foods it's still available and it's still in it. It's a matter of looking at your food. But I come back on that later. Due to the situation most people experience, there is a tendency of stress. And this creates an artificial environment for extreme situations. When the body is in a fight or flight mode, the digestive system shuts off temporary and our appetite is suppressed. The release of adrenaline and cortisol help mobilize carbohydrates and fat for quick energy. When that situation is over, the cortisol lingers there around, increasing our appetite at moments that we really don't want, in an effort to replace the used up carbohydrates and fats. If the body doesn't react on that survival instinct, the lingering hormones tend to create an artificial craving for food, resulting in overeating and eating at the wrong moments and the wrong kind of foods. Well-nourished and fit body can be more resilient and to all kinds of stressful situations. Many illness induced by stress and induced again eating disorders, but also addiction to alcohol and other substance abuses. A proper control of your daily diets is an effective stress fighting tool, but also works against substance and other abuses. So you understand, it is very important as a right food control works against addiction. Natural, unprocessed foods and herbal mixtures are proved to be helpful to many stress-induced disorders such as disturbed bowel syndrome, digestive malfunction, 
nerve problems and other disease conditions. Water and other liquids are important as transportation and for also cooling down your body. If a liquid needs to be cool or warm depends on many factors such as individual and environment. There is no perfect liquid that solves every problem and some may drink water while others prefer tea or another drink. Be aware of soft drinks or drinks high on purified sugars. They should be avoided and only drink on occasion like a party. Fun. Limitations of alcoholics is something we all understand, but for some it is a hard bargain. But it does not say that you are not allowed to drink any alcohol at all. That is not true. The most important part of food in the development country is taste. Food should taste good enough, look reasonable and smell well. In most diets the food looks awful or smell not good and sometimes have even a bad taste. People eat not only to feed their face, as my best friend always said. They eat to enjoy, socialize, consume. It is a gathering of emotions. For a psychological and cultural perspective, a healthier diet may be difficult to achieve for people with poor eating habits. This may be due to taste acquirements in early adolescence and preference for sugar and fatty foods. It may be easier for such person to transition to a healthy diet if treats such as chocolate are allowed. Sweets may act as smooth stabilizers which could help reinforce correct nutrient intake. It is known that the experience we have in childhood relating to the consummation of food affects our perspective on food consumption in later life. In the four years after our birth, the digestive system is created. All enzymes are made to fit the local diet and will be focused on these foods for appropriate digestion for the rest of our life. From this we are able to determine ourselves, our limits of how much we eat, as well as the foods we will not eat, which can develop into eating disorders, such as anorexia or bulimia. This is also true with how we perceive the sizes of the meals or amounts of food we consume daily. People have different interpretation of small and large meals just based on the upbringing. And the so-called yo-yo diet is psychological very upsetting for people and can create a lack of confidence. Researchers far from 
Eight different countries in Europe have found the relationship between angiotensin converting enzyme with women and with their weights. The higher the enzyme makes women keeps the pounds off. But do not look for it online or start to think that it is a magic because it again differs from person to person. The research now is focused to strategies that people need to keep the weight off in the long term rather than getting initial weight loss. The two keys to a healthy diet are really still very basics. Eat the right number of calories from how active you are so that you balance the energy that you consume and the energy you use. If you eat too much, you put on weight. If you eat too little, you lose weight. The average man needs around 2500 calories a day and the average woman needs around 2000 calories a day. And one thing is very important, eat the right wide range of foods to ensure that you're getting a balanced diet and that your body is receiving all the nutrients it needs. Food is also very important in a psychological way. You like it, you want it, you need it, but always keep in mind that food is just more than only what you eat. You attach emotion to your food. And if that emotion is positive, negative, or even reassuring, then food becomes a solution or a problem. Food also is a medicine. Food can solve health problems, can cure you can make you feel happier and that is what food is. Food is so much more than just what you see and eat and that is why diets written down in books are useless, a waste of time of reading. Food is individual, very individual. It depends on your life, how you feel, your emotions, what colors you like, what taste you prefer. That is why healthy diets are just created by yourself and by a lot of common sense. You feel that you put on weight, you have to reduce the food. You feel that you lose weight, you have to increase the food. But one thing is most important. That is common sense and no fear. The fear of food will lose your rationality and will make you make mistakes in decisions. How to create food as a medicine. When we get older, our body will change. 
When we get older, our digestive system will change. Our muscles have a different demand. Everything will change. So food and dieting will change over the years. It's impossible you keep the same food as a child and as somebody from over 60. It's impossible. And why it's impossible? Because all of your body is changing. All of your energy level is changing. And your intentions are changing. Your mind is changing. Your preferences are changing. So food is so very important in your life that you should pay attention to it but never ever give it too much attention because the more attention you give it the more chance you create on a food disorder and eating disorders are psychological problems it's not a matter of the stomach. I hope that this information all will give you some sense to think about. Some good vibration. Thank you for listening. My name is Arnaud van der Veren.